What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I have an amazing show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, you guys, if, if you guys haven't heard about Elon Musk buying Twitter and the absolute meltdown that's going on over there at Twitter, if you're not on Twitter and seeing it for yourself, you're missing out on a great time of people's heads exploding. And we're going to get into it. There's, I also have a very different opinion than a lot of people. I, I mean, I ultimately say that I'm happy, but at the same time, there's also things about I'm Elon Musk I'm very cautious about, but we'll get, we'll get into it. But first, before we start the episode, I got to thank one of our sponsors, Infuse Hydration. You guys have seen me on stream many times drinking from this bottle. Obviously, it looks like a wide mouth bottle, but it has a special um, lid on top that has a built-in infuser. If you guys drink Crystal Light, Kool-Aid, or any kind of those uh, flavor enhancers for water, because for me... It was very hard for me to drink water. I was always dehydrated. I always drink soda, and you guys always see me drinking carbonated drinks. I have basically cut those out. You guys might see me with a C4 every once in a while. I get zero sugar, lightly carbonated. But all I drink now is water because I can choose with the infused hydration bottle to you know, go between regular water or flavored water at a turn of a dial. It is absolutely amazing. Infused hydration is the way to go. You guys can find check them out at infused your life.com that's infuse spell i n f u z e your life.com go check them out use my special promo code glock g l o c k at checkout for a special discount infuse your life.com start drinking more water today and use my special promo code glock g l o c k thank you infuse so let's get into it i have a lot of audio to play of some of these meltdowns but there's an article i want to read from the daily wire kind of explaining exactly what happened um it, it's it we're gonna start off with the article we, there's so much i want to get into i'm kind of like right even as i'm recording this I, like i want to talk about this i want to talk about that so there's gonna be a longer episode a lot of uh, audio to play for you guys and you know let's get into this article twitter announces deal with elon musk twitter announced late on monday that it has entered a definitive agreement to to be acquired by elon musk for 54 dollars 20 per share in a deal valued at 44 billion dollars the transaction was unanimously approved by Twitter's board and is expected to close this year, subject to the approval of Twitter's shareholders and other regulatory approvals. Quote, under the terms of the agreement, Twitter stockholders will receive $54.20 in cash for each share of Twitter common stock that they own upon closing the proposed transaction, Twitter said in a statement. The purchase price represents a 38% premium to Twitter's, Twitter's closing stock price on April 1st, 2022 which was the last trading day before Mr. Musk disclosed his approximately 9% stake in Twitter. The company announced that Musk secured $25.5 billion of fully committed debt and margin loan financing and is providing a $21 billion equity commitment. Brett Taylor, Twitter's independent board chair, said, The Twitter board conducted a thoughtful and comprehensive process to assess Elon's proposal with a deliberate focus on value, certainty, and financing. The proposed transaction would deliver a substantial cash premium, and we we believe it is the best path forward for Twitter stockholders. Uh, Perig Agrawal, Twitter CEO, said Twitter has a has a purpose and relevance that impacts the entire world. Deeply proud of our teams and inspired by the work that has never been more important. Uh, Agrawal invited employees to a meeting so management could address their questions following the takeover. Quote, the Twitter board has announced it has entered into an agreement for Twitter to be acquired by a private entity fully owned and controlled by Elon Musk. I know this is a significant change and you're likely processing what this means for you and Twitter's future. 
Twitter's board of directors initially appeared poised to do everything in his power, including adopting a poison pill to stop Musk from buying out the company with his unsolicited $43 billion offer earlier in the month. Now, pause real quick. I know a lot of people are curious, what is a poison pill? You guys kept seeing this. It was trending. What is a poison pill? So I'm going to lay it out as simple as possible. A poison pill is a common nickname for a shareholder's rights plan, which allows shareholders to buy additional shares of a company's stock at a discount price, diluting the value of each individual share. A company concerned about an unwanted corporate takeover will put the plan in place after a triggering event in Twitter's case. If one person buys 15% of the stock without the board's approval, all other shareholders will be afford afforded the opportunity to buy up more shares. So basically it's a way to stop what Elon Musk was doing, but basically even with what he was doing, they couldn't afford to even do a shady deal like a poison pill. So moving forward with the daily wire article, it says, however, things changed after Musk disclosed in a securities and exchange commission, the sec filing last week that he had secured more than 46.5 billion in financing to take over the company, including 13 billion from Morgan Stanley, $12.5 billion from other banks, and $21 billion from himself. Musk contacted the Babylon Bee earlier this year before buying a large portion of the company after the company said that they had been suspended for a for a certain article that jokingly named Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary, Secretary Rachel Levine Man of the Year. Musk reached out to us before he pulled his numbers about Twitter's commitment to free speech, Seth Dillon, CEO of the Babylon Bee, tweeted. He wanted to confirm that we had, in fact, been suspended. He even mused on that call that he might need to buy Twitter. Now he's the largest shareholder and has a seat on the board. Musk has hinted at, and in some cases, plainly stated changes that will be coming to Twitter if he takes over the company, including loosening up the platform's content moderators, making the platform's algorithms open sourced, eliminating bots, and authenticating real humans on the platform. So essentially, the breakdown of that article, the Babylon B is a page on there it's more or less a it's a funny page they don't share they're not really journalists they they, they more or less share like funny stories sometimes they could be fake, sometimes they could be real basically uh dude says a girl uh transgender they want they're basically saying that they they should be woman of the year when in fact they're actually a man blah 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 they were suspended for it. That's what led to Charlie Kirk and other people getting suspended for the exact words of being, quote, there are only two genders, end quote. And they were, they, these people that had their accounts banned or suspended for quote unquote hate speech, which is absolutely insane. So basically you're saying that we're not allowed to have an opinion on genders and we have to abide by your rules. That's when Elon Musk reached out to them and found out the story of exactly why they were suspended, realized there was a problem and basically said i'm gonna buy twitter now we're gonna get into free speech in a second because i had a great conversation with my wife and um i'm not afraid to say where i stand on free speech but to get into that's the end of the daily wire article um there are people's minds are blown there people oh my gosh twitter is so amazing my favorite part is that everyone's like announcing they're 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 gonna leave twitter right I'm deactivating my account. I'm never coming back to Twitter. The same way these same people were like, I'm moving to Canada if Donald Trump wins the election in 2016. And nobody moved. 
It's all hollow threats. It ain't going to happen. Shut your mouth. You're not going to get off of Twitter. You're acting like you are. You're not going to. Just sit down and shut up. It is what it is. Um, I do want to play an audio from Joe Rogan. Obviously, Joe Rogan's had Elon Musk on his show. That's where a lot of people actually learned who Elon Musk was because he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's show. Um, his li- He was actually recording a podcast live and he just happened to mention it and you actually get his live reaction. This is actually a long uh, clip. I don't usually like to play super long clips, but I'm going to play his first. This is a three-minute long clip, his live reaction when the article first broke that Elon Musk was buying Twitter. Here you go. This is where we find ourselves with Elon Musk about to buy Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. Apparently, it's going down. It happened, it happened. Oh, shit! What? Oh, shit! The press release has been announced. Elon Musk just bought Twitter. We got a movie star type of a superhero. It's like a movie. Like if you had a movie and there was a guy who was like a like a hero in the movie who happened to be a billionaire, does wild shit, like makes his own rockets and drills under the city and That's electric cars and then buys Twitter. Insane. Elon Musk agrees to buy Twitter oh. in a forty-four billion dollar deal. Agreement to take social media network private marks the close of dramatic courtship. Here's why that's going to be interesting. Yeah, tell me. I need all, to hear what you think. He th- believes that free speech is important, and not just important, vital for a democracy, for a, a functioning democracy. And I agree with that. And what's interesting about this is we're going to... Look, we found out some things about Twitter, and one of the things they do is shadow ban people. So they make it so that your your content, whatever you put out, has less impact. It has it has less engagement. They limit your ability to express yourself. They they ban accounts, and they ban accounts if the account says something that they don't agree with. If the account says something that violates what they believe, mm-hmm. also this ability to uh, shadow ban people has to be exposed. Right, that happens on TikTok. I I was. Do you remember that clip you just saw? Yes. Where I call, I said I should be. Sh- it was about me and my body and how I felt. Yeah. It was taken down and I was put on probation. Well, TikTok is, is rough. With is that. Ru- it's the roughest. Yeah. Well, I think they don't want anything that interrupts ad revenue and mm-hmm. anything that gets. Yeah. Them Can in- someone buy TikTok and? Please. Maybe you want to buy TikTok next. Jesus. But I mean, maybe it's... the Chinese won't sell. Maybe if they sell it, it'll be like one of them deals. Like they, you think you bought it, but there's right. nothing in it. I doubt someone's going <laughs> to sell. They they're not going to sell TikTok. They, but that they're they're really the worst. They're the TikTok's the worst. I, I can't believe TikTok. I didn't think they were going to. Um, that was going to happen with him on on Twitter. That's yeah. amazing. Apparently, it was really close yesterday, and I had heard um, this morning that it was probably going to happen. But the fact that it's now announced, that's fucking amazing. Look, it'll change everything, and I wonder how quickly uh, it is before Donald Trump's back. I think he. I already saw the thing. He said he's not going to come back, even if Elon bought it. I didn't see a reason why, but that's. Oh, I'll tell you exactly why. Because of his truth social, um, social media. Why are we playing around with this Twitter shit? We could be on Truth Social. Is that big? That's Donald Trump's social media platform. Is it big? The biggest. Is it? It's the best. It's the biggest. (laughs) The biggest of all time. They say that Twitter's not as big. Donald Trump says, I'm not going back to Twitter, even with Elon Musk taking over. Donald, reconsider. So, getting into that, I'll, I'll get into that next, okay? So, uh, the, one of the very first questions about 
Elon Musk taking over is everyone wants Donald Trump back. Whether you like him or not, he is the most watched person on social media. And people who hated his guts, like literally were like calling for him to die when he had COVID, were still following him because you had to see what he was going to say. So everyone's saying, how fast is he going to be un- unbanned? Because even I'll say he shouldn't have been banned for what he was what he was banned for. Um, this is an article. Uh, they all basically say the same thing. I just pulled this one from Fox News. Uh, it says, exclusive, former President Trump will not return to Twitter even as Elon Musk purchases a social media company and reinstates his account, instead using his own true social as the sole platform for his voice. Twitter on Monday afternoon announced his agreed, blah, 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 blah. The former president told Fox News Monday that he will formally join his uh, true social over uh, over the next seven days as planned. Um, quote, I am not going on Twitter. I am going to stay on truth. Uh, I hope Elon buys Twitter because he'll make improvements to it and he is a good man, but I'm going to stay on truth. Trump told Fox News he will begin truthing as uh, their form of tweeting uh, over the next week. The Trump media and technology group social media platform True Social formally launched last month and has been up and running under his brand new cloud services for four four days after having beta tested since February. Uh, Former rep uh, Devin Nunes, Republican California, is the company's CEO. Quote, we're taking in millions of people and what we're finding is that the response to truth is much better than being on Twitter. Trump said Twitter has bots and fake accounts and we are doing everything we can. He added, the bottom line is no, I am not going back to Twitter. Trump was permanently suspended from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat following the January 6th, blah, blah, blah. Twitter deemed a number of his tweets connected to the violent protests as inflammatory and warned of the, quote, risk of further incitement of violence. When asked whether... A Musk-owned Twitter could be competition into truth. Trump said that he feels it would be a positive development in the social media space. Quote, I think it is good. We want liberty and justice and fairness in our country. And the more we can have the have open, the better, Trump said. But no, I don't view that as competition for what I am doing. This is a platform for my voice. Truth is, is a platform for my voice and my supporters, Trump said. But I want everybody to come over to true social conservatives, liberals, whatever. The former president said Twitter, quote, became very boring because conservatives were thrown off and got off the platform when I left. It's, it became boring because there was no interaction. The interaction on True Social has been amazing. He added, we want everybody. Quote, True Social would be a voice for me, Trump continued, and that's something nobody else can get. The former president would not comment on whether he has been in contact with Elon Musk. A source familiar with uh, told Fox News that Trump and Musk have been had, <clears throat> sorry, have had a very good relationship and are friendly. The source cited Trump coming to Musk's defense in 2018 after Tesla's CEO was charged with securities fraud over misleading tweets about potential transactions to take Tesla, Tesla private. Musk on Monday tweeted, I hope that my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. Meanwhile, the TMTG CEO, Devin Nunes, told Fox News Monday that True Social has an uncancelable architecture now that is working flawlessly and lightning quick. What President Trump started with this company really is an improvement that has led us to a point where now Elon Musk is saying, hey, this is a problem, Nunes said, and we're glad he is saying it is a problem. The topic of content moderation has come under scrutiny from critics on the right who have argued that tech giants should no longer benefit from protections of Section 230 of a Communications Decency Act if they censor certain viewpoints. The provisions have been pivotal to the rise of today's social media giants by allowing not only internet service providers, but also Google, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, 
and others to be shielded from liability from content posted on their platforms by third parties in most cases. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act currently states that, quote, no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. Trump Media Technology Group first launched in October. The company said last month that the partner partner has agreements of for $1 billion in capital from institutional investors. So that's a long article. I apologize. But basically, Trump says he's not coming back. Now, here's my take on that. Now, I've been on True Social for a while. True Social, if you guys want to follow me on there, it's only on the App Store right now on Apple. Um, it's at Glock9, at G-L-O-C-K-N-9-N-E. I am on there. I do enjoy the app. There are many improvements that the app does need, but there are great interactions on there because they're real people. Um, your content gets out there, whatever you post. Basically, whatever I tweet out, whatever I put on Getter, um, I basically put on True Social. So if you're following me somewhere else, you're not really missing anything. I'm not really posting anything else like differently over there. But for quite a while now, we've been talking about Section 230 and how these companies get away with what they've been doing. And basically... We've been told, hey, they have the right to do what they want. They, they're their own private company, blah, blah, blah. Now Elon Musk buys Twitter, and now we want to talk about Section 230. Now all of a sudden you're worried about free speech. And again, I'm going to get into free speech in a second because I have a take on that you're not going to want to miss. Um, I want to share some more audio with you. Real quick, let me talk about True Social. The last 48 hours... True Social is the number one app on the Apple store. It is the number one free app to be downloaded. As of eight hours ago, it has been downloaded 1.4 million times. Again, for people who say that True Social is, they try and say it's a failing platform. They try and say it sucks and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, that it's, They're calling it a failure. You can't be the number one app on Apple's app store and be a failure again there's a lot of people over there i have also found accounts that are not right-leaning i have found leftist accounts i have found democrats that are on there um it's kind of how it should be it shouldn't be an echo chamber for one side and twitter's kind of been an echo chamber for the last couple of years when you you know if you if you're into politics you only see one side because of the algorithms and, and the issues and we're gonna get into that in a second but true social isn't even on isn't even on Android yet. The reason it's not on Android is every Android phone has a different user interface. A different from what I what I, from what I read. Long story short, whether you're using um, a Samsung or Google phone or whatever, but they're ran on an Android system. You have to do designing for each individual um, provider, basically. So they're not quite ready for that. True Social is not even on the web yet. You can't even go on Google Chrome and go to TrueSocial.com and go. And go um, uh, put a, put a post out there or anything. It's only on iPhone, and there's over you know there's o- about 1.5 million people already on there. So wait till it's on Android, and you can go on the internet on your computer, and we'll see where it goes from there. But it's honestly doing great right now. So if you want to get on there again, you can follow me at Glock Nine G L O C K N Nine N E. It's not hard to find me, um, but. I did want to talk about. I want to. I want to share some of these. Um, 
some of these, these videos are hilarious in my opinion. So you have a guy on here on MSNBC and I don't think he owns a mirror in his house because you'll, you'll hear it and it's literally exactly how Twitter's been ran for the last couple of years and we'll get into that in a second. So the tweet, the tweet says, there is truly nothing funnier than this MSNBC host ranting about what Elon Musk could do to Twitter and accidentally giving a perfect description of how Twitter has actually been operated the last five years. If you own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. You own so you just described right there exactly how Twitter's been used the last five years. Um, whether you're into politics or not, it's not hard to see that any viewpoint that comes from one side is allowed. One viewpoint that comes from the other side is suppressed. Uh, there have been people that are banned. Like I just said, just for simply tweeting out, there's only two genders. You can be banned for hate speech, which is not hate speech. It's your, it's your opinion. If you want to think there's like 192, whatever the F they keep counting every day, how many genders there are. That's your opinion. I, it's my opinion to think that your opinion is stupid, but it's just an opinion. It's not hate speech, you know, and you know, you know, for example, best example to give for what he just did, what you're talking about. We saw about political, political opponents just before the 2020 election, the story broke about Hunter Biden's laptop and supposedly, supposedly there's information on there that could be linked to Joe Biden and Ukraine and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm not going to get too far into that story, but it was breaking news and it was actually broken by a left leaning uh, news source in the Washington Post and Twitter banned them and made them delete the tweet. You banned a journalist, not even a journalist, like literally the news, the, I don't even know what to call them, not a newspaper, but uh, you banned the entire page of the Washington Post for doing journalism because it was be right before the election and you knew darn right well that it wasn't going to look good for Joe Biden, that there was obviously some kind of collusion going on. And you said, you're, you're, I can't remember what the reasoning was, but it was literally taken, you banned them and made them take it down for the, for the, the sheer purpose of politics. That's exactly what you did. And when people started talking about two, you know Section Two Thirty and how you know they're they are interfering in elections and this and that, you guys are basically telling everybody to shut up. They can do what they want. Blah blah blah. Now you're all cowering, and the reason why people's heads are spinning is in this day and age and how we interact with each other and how vital social media is. I don't care what your political stance is. Twitter has been probably the strongest political tool for Democrats. It is the strongest tool that they have. And now, if Elon Musk says what he's going to do and make it equal for everybody and you're not going to suppress one side or, or the other side, 
that you'll be able to see everything, you don't have the power anymore. You don't have the right to see what people see and to take away what people you know uh, should see. So you you just lost probably your biggest political power in Twitter, and now everyone's going to have a voice, and you don't like it. It's not the fact that you're not afraid that they're they're going to be saying things. You're afraid that we're going to be seeing what they're saying, and that's why people's heads are spinning. So here's Brian Stelter, who's an absolute moron. <laughs> you know, he works for CNN, and funny thing about CNN, if you guys don't know what CNN, uh, or you guys know what CNN is, they launched. If you didn't know what CNN Plus was, it was a new subscriber service that you can you can basically. It's kind of like Daily Wire where you can subscribe to them, get exclusive stories and interviews and blah, 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 blah. CNN has always been one of the most popular news stations in the entire country, if not both parts of the world. It's where you would always go watch things. I remember growing up, CNN was where I saw 9-11 on. CNN was where I saw the bombings in Afghanistan on and, and uh, Iraq. It's where you always go. CNN always had you know, what everybody thought was the most credible. They have been proven... To be super, you know, one one side leaning. They've they've you know been caught lying. Um, that's not hearsay. That's actual fact. They've been caught lying. They launched CNN Plus, and in less than a month, they pulled the plug on it because they had less than ten thousand people sign up. Ten thousand people, dude. There are Twitch streamers that have more than ten thousand subscribers. And CNN couldn't get more than 10,000 people to subscribe to their their exclusive news and all this other stuff. It, it's it's really sad. But Brian Stelter is a 38-second clip of him talking about his fear of how Twitter is going to be. Look, who knows? I, I think that's, a, a, that's, a, that's a, an example of a broader question for Twitter, which is, if you, uh, if you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom uh, for, for everybody... Do you actually want to go to that party? Yes. Or are you going to decide to stay home? And that's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea that there's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. Others might not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy, Matt? No, no, you're right. And what, what happens to the advertising? I mean, if there's no moderation or little moderation, do the right. advertisers stay away? What does that do to the, yeah. the business prospects for Twitter itself? All right. So, you know, first off, when you go to a party, you, it's always more fun without rules, right? Right? I mean, you go to a party, it's freaking crazy with no rules. Isn't that always fun? So it's a really bad analogy that he used. But, you know, I'm, I'm making sure I go, go through some other tweets here. Um, So Elon Musk actually posted about two hours ago from me recording this podcast. He actually shared um, True Social. It says, quote, True Social is currently beating Twitter and TikTok on the Apple Store. And it shows True Social as the number one top app. Number two is Twitter. Then you have uh, Live In, Be Real, and then number five is TikTok. So, and people are noticing, like, you know, Donald Trump showed Elon Musk some love in his interview. He said he's not going to come back, uh, but Elon Musk goes out there and shows shows some love back to Donald Trump. And basically, you know, anything Elon Musk touches kind of turns to gold. And basically, just gave a shout out to True Social. Um, and that 1.4 million is from a couple days ago. So after he tweeted that out, I wonder how many people actually went and da- and downloaded True Social after seeing him tweet that. So who knows where the downloads are at right now? So, uh, you know, Elon Musk has been talking a lot about free speech. I want to I want to pull up his tweets here, and, and you know, 
So he says, by free speech, I simply mean that which matches the law. I am against censorship that goes far beyond the law. If people want less free speech, they will ask government to pass laws that affect. Therefore, going beyond the law is contrary to the will of the people. So I had an interesting conversation with my wife when we were talking about free speech. Like, where do what do you think free speech is? Um, so one more tweet before I give my thoughts on free speech. When basically the day that it was announced that Elon Musk was officially going to be buying Twitter, he released a statement that says, quote, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy. And Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of the humanity are debated. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the company of users to unlock it. So he even said, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. So when me and my wife were talking, now some people might disagree with this, and that's fine. You know, when it comes to free speech, where where do you draw the line, right? So what is, you know, when you talk about having freedom of speech, people will sit there and usually give the example and say the number one reason, uh, or do you draw the line? If, I'm trying, I want to word this very carefully because I don't want this to come off wrong. Um, people will draw the line and say, you can't say anything racist, right? And... Now, while I agree you shouldn't say anything racist, you probably shouldn't tweet it, this and that. In reality, if let me give you an example. If somebody were to walk up to somebody on the street and just call them a racial slur, let me ask you a question. If they walked up to somebody, I'm not even going to name a certain race, just let's say they walk up to any race or whatever, and you call that person a racial slur, right? Will they be arrested for it? No. They won't be arrested for it. Now, if they call them that, and then they assault them, physically assault them, yes, you're going to be arrested for a hate crime because assault is a crime. Not what you said. You can't be arrested for what you said because that is freedom of speech. You may not like it, but it's that their right to say it. I obviously wouldn't like it. And that person would probably turn around and beat the crap out of them, and rightfully so. But you have the right to say it, right? Yeah, I gotta be very careful the way I put this. If, if somebody tweets out something so stupid and so ridiculously out there, it should be very easy for everybody else to refute what they're saying and to put down what they're saying and prove to them that they're wrong, right? So why are you so afraid of people saying whatever they want? Because obviously if someone actually was out there tweeting actual racist stuff, I guarantee you it's going to be met with more hatred towards what they were saying than agreeing. Well, you know, matter, no matter how many times people want to paint this country as the most racist country, you know, whatever they want, or whatever you want to say, if someone was actually out there posting, you know, 
super racist stuff, you're going to have more people in the comment sections combating them on it than agreeing with them. I wholeheartedly believe that. But no matter what, at the end of the day, you still have not broken the law. What Elon Musk is saying is you should have the right to say whatever you want, which I agree with, no matter how stupid it is. You know, if you want to go out there and, and, and literally tweet out Joe Biden 2024, you got my vote. I'm going to sit there and say, do you not? Like, number one, I'll say, do you not see how bad the country has been in the last month, year and a half? But you know what? That's your opinion. You can think what you want. You can vote for who you want. You have the right to your opinion. I have the right to say your opinion is dumb, but you still have a right to your opinion, no matter how dumb it is. Now, if you go on there and you say, you know, you try to incite violence, like you say, hey, hey, guys, we should go storm the Capitol. We should go, you know, beat you know go beat up this group of people because they they have a different opinion than us that is inciting violence which is against the law it's all there's also other laws such as like you're you're planning this out blah 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 you know many other you know different different laws you're breaking but that's against the law and that's what will get you banned and taken down and and you know rightfully so you're breaking the law you can't do that you know so but so that's like sitting there saying that like you hate a certain political political party, you hate a certain whatever. You have the right to say that. You can say you hate them. You can say that. But if you're saying I hate them so much, we should all group up and go beat and go beat on them. We should go uh, vandalize this. Blah blah blah. No, that is illegal. That's where the line is drawn. You, everyone can collectively, if there was a million Twitter users, and 999,999 thought one 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 idea but that one person wanted to think the other let's say that one person was was racist and tweeting out what you would think is racist tweets that's still their freedom of speech until you're calling for violence against that group of people until you're calling for you know it basically all goes down to violence but as long as what you're saying is not technically illegal, that's where his line is drawn. There's still going to be moderation, but not to the point where if you tweet out there's only two genders, you'll be banned in silence and taken off social media. You'll have no voice. That's where we're at. Again, I got to keep reiterating. I don't think, I don't agree that anyone should be tweeting out racist stuff. You shouldn't be posting racist stuff. But here's the funniest part. Here's my favorite thing. And my, my, I, I love that we have Getter. I love that we have True Social because even Parler, right? You go on these apps, you go on these social medias that are that you know, which are so called. They are so called conservative right wing echo chambers. There's only Republicans on there. There's only conservatives on there. You don't see all this racist stuff that they tell you is going to be on there. So when they keep talking about all this racism and. And there's going to be nothing but racists and all, they're going to come out of nowhere. Blah, blah, blah. Where are they at? Where are they? Why have I not seen any racist stuff on True Social? Why have I not seen any of this racist stuff on Getter? Why have I not seen pretty much any of it on Parler? I've seen a lot of the, you know, on Parler when it was, you know, now it's pretty normal. I don't go through that that often. But for the most part, 
when it first came out, you were getting a lot of the QAnon crazy conspiracy theories. Like, oh, the National Guard is going to step in at the inauguration, blah, 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 blah. Um, that was on there, but there was you don't see all this racist stuff they're telling you to be afraid of. Where is it? I can't find it. If these are echo chambers of these racist conservatives, where is where's all this racism that you're talking about? It's all bullcrap. It's the same old thing. Because when 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 they have no defense and they have no real argument, what do they turn to? Transphobia, homophobia, racism. It's the same talking points every time. If they don't have a defense, that's what they fall back to. Is you're racist, you're a bigot, blah, 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 blah. And that's what they're doing now. If you just, you know, they're basically saying, oh, if you, with, with the no moderation, there's going to be a bunch of racism and there's going to be no rules and blah, blah, blah. It, it's freedom of speech. It's literally what freedom of speech is. You can say what you want, whether you like it or not. And then you have the right to respond back to their, their post and say whatever you want, as long as you're not threatening violence. Threatening violence, threatening rape, threatening any anything like that. That's where you draw the line. And that is what we should have. That is exactly what we should have. Here, here's a funny video for you guys. It was posted by Libs of TikTok. Uh, a mashup of, of a bunch of liberals. Uh, they're not coping well with Elon Musk buying Twitter. Um, just, just listen to it. Well, it looks like Twitter's gone. They accepted the money. And Elon Stalin is taking over. So fuck you, Twitter, and goodbye forever, you insane Q-like forum. Or soon to be insane like Q-like forum. Peace out. Bye. Elon Musk, this is directly to you. Enjoy Twitter. I just deactivated mine. I will not be reactivating it. Enjoy. I deactivated my account and deleted the app. That's what I think of it. Fuck Elon Musk. Today, Twitter has announced that they've been bought by Elon Musk, or however you say his name. Um, I'm First off, how do you not know how to say Elon Musk? I'm not interested in staying on Twitter anymore because of this. And I think there's a lot of people that are about to leave. So I just wanted to let everyone know that you can find me here. I'm going to also share this on Twitter before I deactivate my account so that anyone who wants to follow me can find me here as well. Hey, I did a thing today. I deactivated my Twitter account. You can too. <laughs> I love it. I think it is one of the funniest things seeing everyone's heads roll so i made you know i i made a couple of tweets about it i don't you know i don't usually like to engage too much in political talk on my twitter feed uh, i try and keep it a lot streaming and gaming related but you know i had to kind of like repost one um and it, it was about it was about uh sean king um one of the funniest responses is everyone's mad that Elon Musk is buying Twitter because he's he is uh, one of the first, if not the first, African American uh, to own a major social media company. Where's the lie? Um, 
a, a good a good account for you guys to follow uh terrence williams it's at w underscore terrence t-e-r-r-e-n-c-e great young man um he tweeted, Elon Musk is the first African-American to own a large social media platform. He is one of my favorite African-Americans. It's sad to see so many people on the left attacking him during this historic moment. <laughs> um, last I checked, technically, yeah, Elon Musk is African-American. Uh, he's from Africa. So that's actually a pretty funny response. I enjoyed that one. Uh, if you guys know who Sean King is, Sean King is... I don't usually ever... Um, I don't usually ever block or mute or whatever anybody uh, on social media. I mean, I like to see what everybody's posting, whether I agree with it or not. And Sean King is by far the, in my opinion, dumbest human being on the face of the earth. He is, number one, he is a white male. And I, I'm only pointing that out because there's I'm not going to get too far in this story. He is 100% white. His mom's white. His dad's white. And he tries to put on a persona like he's black. And he likes to say that he's mixed and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, he wants to be like a, a Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Uh, he's a virtue signaler. He's a liar. Uh, I can't stand the guy. The guy is... He he is, oh my gosh! It's so I, I can't even put into words the stuff that he posts is so outrageous, it's so so hateful, it's it, there and so many of them are lies. Even after something is proven a lie, he'll still stick with it. People have gone as far as to finding out who his actual mother and father are, and he still lies and tries to say that he's black because because. He's afraid that he'll have no credibility if you think if you think or know that he's white. That's how bad it is. So, number one, I'm not going to get too far in this conversation, but he posted something that said, ask any conservative this question and watch them struggle to answer it. Since you say free speech and all speech needs to be allowed on Twitter, does that mean that you believe that should include targeted hate speech against Jews? Should that be allowed? Be specific and clear. Now, I already basically uh, addressed that. Should it be allowed? Depends on what you're saying. It all depends on what you're saying. But would I agree with it? Absolutely not. No one should be okay with someone being hateful to, towards another group of people. But at the same time, understand that that's, that's their right to their opinion, even though it's stupid. But that's also your right to, why don't you, instead of canceling somebody, show them why it's wrong. Show them why it's not okay. Number one, don't just block them and add more, more fuel to their anger. You're more putting, you know, putting more fuel on the fire of why they're angry towards this group of people. Um, best response I saw to Sean King was this lady, uh, Lucy Lippiner. Um, apparently, she's a Holocaust survivor. Um, she's an author. She's, she's an 88-year-old Holocaust survivor, author of Long Journey Home. Um, so, uh, there's a photo of her uh, Jewish preschool class. So, th this lady is 100% legit. She's an actual Holocaust survivor. Um, you can actually, you can go and uh, look her up yourself. But she responds back to Sean King. And says, hi, Sean King, Holocaust survivor here. 
It seems you are exploiting hatred against Jews to win a political argument. Hate crimes against us are surging, and I haven't seen you speak up once about it. Standing up for Jews is not a left versus right issue. Please stop politicizing our life. And I... Absolute amazing response. Because this is also the same Sean King who was all ruining and rawhawing Palestine when they were uh, launching missiles into Israel and was basically demonizing Israel for retaliating and firing missiles back in defense. I'm not going to get too far into that, but when you are literally basically against Israel, don't be putting tweets out there trying to say, oh, how would you feel about hatred towards Israel? You don't like Israel in the first place, so please stop. Uh, there's also um, a page called Stop Anti-Semitism. Uh, they tweeted back at him and said, you are an expert propagating hatred against Jewish people with your false Palestinian activism, and now you're concerned about anti-Semitism all of a sudden. Don't you dare use Jews as a tool to throw your fits it's about must buying Twitter, and they went in on him too. I mean, that was that was pretty rough, dude. But you're this is this is where again I, the reason I'm pointing this out to you is you're trying to use you, you have no you already have no defense to why having free speech on the platform is bad. Where you immediately go to your go to is racism. You're immediately going to racism, and again, this is also again Sean King who thinks that. What Whoopi Goldberg said wasn't considered racist because Jews aren't a race. But now all of a sudden you're using racism. How can it be racism if if Jews aren't a race? I'm not going to get into that. I'm going by your words. These are your words. Yeah, man. uh, So Sean King's also, I'm going to go in on Sean King real quick. This is also a guy who said F Twitter I'm leaving, blah, 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 blah. Like the usual, the usual, I'm leaving, I'm deactivating my account, blah, 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 blah. The the hollow threats. He deactivated his Twitter account, okay? He actually deactivated it. If you looked up his Twitter account, it was deactivated. And next thing you know, in less than eight hours, he was back. And he's been tweeting like crazy and retweeting. I thought you were leaving, bro. I thought you were gone. See, like I said, fake. These people who say they're moving to Canada because Trump's president are were liars. Everyone who says, I'm leaving Twitter, I'm never coming back. You're lying. You might get a small group of people that quit Twitter, but I guarantee you all these people will not stop because everybody wants their voice to be heard no matter what. It's 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 pretty crazy, man. I mean, honestly, this whole entire thing has gotten to the point where it's like, it's so fun to sit here and watch and read through tweets and see these videos. Um, now you got people um, from one side of the political aisle who keep posting things and showing you know, screenshots of ever since it was official that they were buying Twitter, um, it's almost like the shadow ban went away because people uh, like Brandon Tatum, uh, Tucker Carlson... Well, sorry, sorry, Carlson was actually, was actually technically suspended or banned, and all of a sudden they reactivated his account. Uh, David Harris Jr., all of a sudden, when they were only getting like 20, 30, 40, maybe 100 followers a day, and these are people with large platforms. Um, obviously, 
you know, Tucker Carlson is one of the top news anchors, whether you like him or not, in the country. Um, before he was suspended or banned or whatever it was, he was only getting like 100, 200 followers a day, which is crazy with how big of a platform he has. Now, all of a sudden, these guys are getting 100, 200, 300,000 followers a day so far in the last two days. So uh, it, it's it's pretty nuts. It, it's... Sean, there's a tweet right here by uh, Zeke, Zeke Arkham. Um, it said, Sean King hates Elon Musk because Elon is something that Sean King will never be. African-American. <laughs> um, here's a tweet that I never thought I'd agree with. It was somebody I never thought I'd agree with. I can't stand the guy. But there's always common ground among every single human being. Uh, Jake Paul, who I've done a podcast before and didn't tell you I can't stand the guy. Um, he actually tweeted, uh, quote, with Twitter being the most toxic and corrupt platform full of lies from the left, they will no longer have a platform to censor, hide and manipulate the truth. If this tweet makes you mad, then you are guilty. Love it. Love Elon. I saw that. I was like, I cannot believe I'm actually hitting the heart button on a Jake Paul tweet, but there you go. Uh, like it's showing you that every single human being in the world, no matter what your political religious preferences are, um, you can always find common ground in one way or another, no matter what. Um, there's a guy actually uh, I've reached out to uh, to actually try and get on the podcast. I doubt that my DMs will get to him uh, now, but uh, he's a guy I followed for a while. He goes by the name of Zuby uh, at Zuby Music Z U B Y Music uh, on Twitter. Um, guy, I, I love his content. I love it. I love his. Um, his thoughts and views. I actually reached out to him about uh, five or six days ago, right? And this guy, you know, has he has political views. He does music. He has a podcast. Uh, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't have that many followers when I reached out to him, right? So <sighs> he only had maybe like twenty thousand followers when I reached out to him, and I was like. Um, and I was like, hey, man, I'd love to have you on for a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's a, a certain subject I want to talk to him about I'm not even going to get into. But he was only at 20, 30,000 followers, right? Here's a tweet. Uh, he has gone up about 700,000 followers in 48 hours since Elon Musk bought Twitter. Um he actually uh, tweeted in 2020 and said, I'd have 400,000 followers by now. Twitter wasn't throttling me. Every day, Twitter artificially unfollows hundreds of people from my account. Like how many times, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced it, I've experienced it where you know you were following somebody. You knew you were following somebody and then all of a sudden one day you go to their page and you're not following them. You have to refollow them. And it's kind of embarrassing. Um, that's happened to me multiple times for whatever reason. So he's basically explaining how people, you know, Twitter actually makes you people unfollow certain people. That's why their follow numbers go down. Um, he said, I've now received over a thousand messages from people telling me they are, they are being unfollowed with, without their consent. It's BS. That was from 2020. Um, and he shared it to it four hours ago. He actually said, I believe that Twitter artificially throttled my account for over 18 months. The ridiculous level of growth I'm seeing now is largely the rubber band effect of these limited limit limits being removed. Following yesterday's announcements, up 35,000 followers since. Dude, this guy is already, as of right now, at the time of this at the time of this podcast recording, he's at 754,000 followers. 
I'm telling you, he was only at like 20,000 followers when I reached out to him. And he's finally blowing up. You know, he had Zuby Music on Twitter. Uh, I guarantee you he has so many DMs he'll never get to mine. So I, I'm, I'll apologize in advance. We're probably not going to get that episode with him. <laughs> I was really hoping that I can get, get through to him and re- get him to re- or reach out to him. But um, uh, there's another tweet that I always loved. Uh, again, if you don't like somebody's content, I just talked about Sean King is the only person I've ever muted on Twitter. Um, I, I actually have his tweets muted to where if he tweets or someone retweets him, I don't see them. Because it, it it's the one person that puts so many lies and such disgusting things out there. I don't want to see it. I refrain from muting him for a lie. I didn't block him. You know, who cares if I block him, right? He ain't going to respond to me. Um, but I, I, I finally muted him after. I can't remember what he posted. But it was just, I know I hit a breaking point with him and I muted him. So if you go on there and I follow you and you retweet him, I'm not going to see it. It's not going to pop up on my news feed. So this tweet right here by um, Sean Taylor, actually perfect. He says, there's there's a block and mute function for their personal use. They're not a, not worried about what they're going to see on Twitter. They're worried about what you're going to see on Twitter. Because obviously, if you come across an account that's sharing things that you don't like, mute it. Block them. You ain't going to see it again. It's that easy. I already proved to you, you're not going to get a whole influx of racist people. Go to Getter, go to Parlor, go to True Social. You're not going to see it. It's not going to happen. You know, they're, they're, they're acting like it's going to be overflowed with all these races that are coming out of nowhere. Cause like, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's um, my boy, Birth Control. Dr. Birth Control. Love his tweet right here. Uh, says He said, damn, Twitter's having a meltdown today. So many people upset over Elon Musk buying Twitter. Just remember, folks. This isn't the airport. No need to announce your departure. Perfect. Perfectly said. 100%. Perfect. Love it. Absolutely love it. You have Dave Smith. Dave Smith is a um, he's a TV host. Uh, he actually tweeted at Elon Musk in 2017. December, December 21st, 2017. Elon Musk said, I love Twitter. Dave Smith said back, you should buy it then. Elon Musk responded back. He said, how much is it? In 2017, and then Dave Smith showed, shared that screenshot and said, this exchange continues to, continues to haunt me because he's feeling like it's his fault. So, personally, guys, I love it. I think it's great. Now, this is where it's probably going to go over an hour, okay? We're, we're, we're approaching an hour. Let me just give you one little bit of a... Little bit of a one thing I look out for because of Elon Musk. Now, I think I said this already in the podcast, but I'm going to say it again. I don't think Elon Musk is the smartest person in the world. Um, I think he's one of the greatest entrepreneurs and innovators of our lifetime. Um, there's some amazing things that he has done uh, between, I mean, between, uh, you know, Tesla with the way Tesla's not a, just a car company, guys. It's also... You know, solar and, you know, if you guys are all in the climate change and green energy, you guys should be fans of this guy. He's all he's all into the whole green energy thing. But he also understands we still need oil. We still need gas. We still need all that stuff. We still need to mine for oil. We still need to do all that, uh, which I like that he is saying about that kind of stuff. We can't just like stop drilling for oil and gas and make everybody go electric. Um, not, I'm not going to get into all that. Uh, but 
you know, he's done amazing things with SpaceX, you know, with the whole NASA program basically shutting down the space shuttle. He started SpaceX. Uh, you see what they're doing. They're trying to go to Mars. I'm not a huge... And this is a conversation me and my wife were having. I'm not a huge fan with this whole let's send people to Mars and start colonizing another planet. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me about trying to send multiple people to a different planet and be a multi-planet... Um, multi-planet society type. I don't even know what to call it. Um, it's just... I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. But at the same time, like... Me being a religious person, I don't know why God made all the other planets. Maybe maybe we are meant to go over there and explore other planets. Maybe that's part of our evolution as as um, human beings. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but there's one thing that really concerns me that Elon Musk, he owns this company. If you ever heard of Neuralink, Neur- it's really creepy in my opinion. I, I, I don't like it. Um, Elon Musk Neuralink wants to embed microchips in people's skulls and get robots to perform brain surgery. This is an article from Business Insider. Um, I'm going to read this article to you. It says, Elon Musk is known for his high-profile companies like Tesla and SpaceX, but the billionaire also has a handful of unusual ventures. He says he started one of them to achieve symbiosis between the human brain and artificial intelligence. Neuralink is Musk's neural interface technology company is developing a device that would be embedded in a person's brain where it would record brain activity and potentially stimulate it. Musk has compared the technology to, quote, Fitbit in your skull. While Musk likes to talk up his futuristic vision for the technology, the tech has some potential near-term medical applications. Here's everything you need to know about Neuralink. Neuralink was founded under the radar in 2016. Neuralink first became publicly known in 2017 when the Wall Street Journal reported of its existence. The company's first major public outing didn't come until 2019 when Elon Musk and other members of the Neuralink executive team showed off their tech in a live stream presentation. Neuralink is developing two bit of equipment. The first is a chip that would be implanted in a person's skull with the electrodes fanning out into their brain. Uh, just a picture of this looks creepy. The chip sits behind the ear while the electrodes are threaded into the brain. The chip Neuralink is developing it uh, is developing is the about the size of a coin and would be embedded on the person's skull from the chip, an array of tiny wires roughly 20 times thinner than a human hair, fan out into a patient's brain. The wires are equipped with 1,024 electrodes, which are able to monitor brain activity and theoretically electronically stimulate the brain. This data is transmitted wirelessly via the chip to the computer, uh, where it can be studied by researchers. The second is a robot that could automatically implant the chip. The robot would work by using a stiff needle to punch the flexible wires from a Neuralink chip into a person's brain, a bit like a sewing machine. Neuralink released a video showcasing the robot in January 2021. I'm not going to play because you can't see it. Um, Musk has claimed the machine could could make implanting Neuralink electrodes as easy as LASIK, LASIK eye surgery. While this is a bold claim, neuroscientists previously told Insider in 2019 that the machine has some very promising features. 
Professor Andrew Hires highlighted a feature which would automatically adjust the needle to compensate for the movement of a patient's brain as the, as the brain moves during surgery along with the person's breathing and heartbeat. The robot, as it currently stands, is 8 feet tall, and while Neuralink is developing its underlying technology, its design was crafted by Woke Studios. In 2020, Neuralink showed off one of its chips embedded in a pig named Gertrude. The demonstration was proof of a concept and showed how the chip was able to accurately predict the positioning of Gertrude's limbs while she was walking on a treadmill, as well as recording neural activity when the pig sniff snuffled about for food. Musk said the pig had been living with the chip embedded in her skull for two months. In terms of their technology, 1024 channels is not that impressive these days, but the electronics to relay them wirelessly in a state-of-the-art and robotic impl implantation is nice, said Professor Andrew Jackson, an expert in neural interfaces at Newcastle University. I don't know, man. This gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, it said, this is solid engineering but mediocre neuroscience, he said. Jackson told Insider following the 2020 pre presentation that the wireless relay from the Neuralink chip could potentially have a big impact on the welfare of animal test subjects in science. As most neur neural interfaces currently in use on test animals involve wires poking out through the skin. Even if the technology doesn't do anything more than we're able to do at the moment, in terms of number of channels or whatever, just from a welfare aspect for the animals, he said. Um, Neuralink went a step further with its animal demos in April 2021 when it showed off a monkey playing video games with its mind. Neuralink released a video of a, uh, of a monkey named uh, Pager playing video games such as Pong for banana smoothie rewards. Uh, Pager played the game using a joystick that was connect disconnected from the game's console, meaning he was controlling the cursor using his brain signals as his arm moved. Uh, Elon likes to boast Neuralink can let monkeys control computers with their brain signals, but neuroscientists don't see this as a big deal. Uh, I'm not going to read too far. In This is a really, really long article, guys. But as you can see, like that's the kind of stuff that creeps me out. To, like for the reason being like there comes a point and let me use the the pandemic with covid-19 as an example um now i it's no secret my opinion on covid is covid wasn't really that big of a deal uh there's been a lot of lies about it this and that but um it was a the reason we had the issue we had and didn't know anything about COVID was because it was a virus that we as humans tried to play God with and did what humans do best and we F things up and it got out and it got out and that's why everybody was scared because we didn't know what we did to it and here you are trying to mess with people's brain through neuro so there's also more about this whole Neuralink thing right it's said by the end of 2022, they're, they, they, they should have their first trial with an actual human. But it goes farther than just just uh, controlling computers or video games or whatever with your mind. If everyone has Neuralink, we're supposed to be able to talk to each other through our minds. So why even, you know, basically, so why even talk to each other anymore we could just sit there and stare at each other and think right 
And they're also saying that that means as parents, if you have a Neuralink in your brain and then when you have a newborn, they immediately do do the surgery on the newborn, um, you could actually more or less understand what the baby's trying to say. Um, in a sense, you're, 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 you're getting to the point where you're trying to play God and you're messing with something you should not be messing with. I think that kind of stuff is very, in my own personal, again, my own personal opinion, very dangerous stuff. It's very creepy. Again, my opinion, um, don't mess with God's design, man. Uh, we were made a certain way. Adding technologies into our bodies, like they talked about the, uh, the microchips in our wrists so we can just scan it. Uh, when we walk in, uh, we can be identified. We can use it as a debit card. I No. Do not put any electronics in my body. Um, the most thing, the, the closest thing you can put in my body is a, is a, is a, is a pacemaker if, if I need one. It's a little different though. Uh, but this microchipping, Neuralink, keep that stuff out of here, dude. There, there, there's things that Elon Musk, I mean, Elon Musk is a very innovative person. I've said that already. I think he's, he, he's always looking out to better, in his mind, he's bettering the human race. Um, But in the long run, yeah, I'm not saying that he's going to do anything with Twitter because of it. I'm just saying when I think of Elon Musk, I, I don't agree with all of his politics. I don't agree with all of his viewpoints. The one viewpoint I will 100% get behind, though, is, is, is his views on free speech. 100% has my backing. Believe exactly he's doing the right thing. But when you look at some of his other projects, it starts to get a little weird and something to be aware of. Um, but yeah. That's that's gonna be it for today, guys. Uh, I, I hope I hope you guys are enjoying the Twitter meltdown. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. You guys can find me on Twitter. You can find my personal account at Glock Nine at G L zero C K N nine N E, or you can find the podcast page at Glock Nine Show uh, uh, at G L O C K N nine N E S H O W. All all my links are down below. You can find me on Getter. You can find me on True Social. I am on Parler, but I don't use Parler that much. I, I, I'm pretty much on everything. So I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Make sure you guys share this episode with a friend. Um, it's going to get interesting. I think the next couple months. Uh, I don't think he's supposed to take over. The last I read is, is estimated three to six months. Got to get all the paperwork done. People got to get paid. And then we'll see where they go from there. But as of right now, as of right now, he is um, he is technically the owner. I believe Twitter is trying to hide whatever they were doing. That's why all these other uh, accounts are magically, magically getting unbanned, magically having an amazing reach. I think before Elon takes over and gets to look under the hood, they're trying to get rid of some of the things that they had in place. Only time will tell. We'll see what happens. Uh, if you guys are interested in a topic, you guys can find, again, all my social medias, uh, especially Instagram, at Glock9GL0CKN9NE on Instagram. Find my links down below. Get in contact with me if you guys want to hear a subject. If you guys want to hear a certain guest on the show, make sure you guys reach out to me. I greatly appreciate it. That's it for me today, guys. Thank you for all the love. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show. We're on all major platforms from Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Podbean, and many more. Anywhere you get your podcast from, you can find us. The best way to help this podcast grow is by sharing it with a friend, especially on social media. Make sure you guys share it on social media and tag me in it so I can reshare it. I love seeing it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, also, make sure you guys leave us a review, especially on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are coming up so fast on the reviews, guys. I really appreciate all the reviews. Take a second, whatever platform you're on, make sure they have a review process and make sure you guys can leave an honest and true review. I'm not asking for five-star reviews, just whatever you guys think. But until next time, guys, as always, stay safe, stay blessed. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.